Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is DJ JC, and I'm one of the DJs over at Super Cool Radio. I host a one-hour metal show called The Brutal Block. We have new episodes every Tuesday dropping at noon. So if heavy metal music is something that you're into, then make your way over to The Brutal Block. Throw up the horns, and let's get rockin'. Welcome to another edition of the Cognitive Discourse. I'm your host, Joseph Carrasco, and um, gotta let you guys know, I'm a little frustrated today. Um, this is day three of my water being shut off at my apartments. Um, as some of you may not know, um, in February of, was it last year, when we had the freeze that hit Texas, um, it did a number on our pipes here um, in this complex. Um, and so last year, we it, it seemed like probably, I want to say once or twice a month, our water was shut off so they could fix the pipes. The problem was is that the company that owned the apartments at the time would always hire cheap labor. So um, the problem never really got fixed. Uh, here recently, the company has been bought out, and uh, a smaller company has purchased this apartment complex. And I'm not sure they quite uh, knew what they were getting themselves into, as um, the complex is, is a little run down. The, the company that owned before really didn't take care of it. I know our unit is kind of falling apart in certain aspects. I know our bathroom is just atrocious. Um, we have uh, what looked like black mold growing. Uh, by the vent in the bathroom because we don't have any type of ventilation in the bathroom and so if you take hot showers and that condensation just kind of sits on the walls it's it's not good um the old company literally just came into my apartment sprayed a little bit of bleach on it and then covered it with paint and called it a day um in our shower we have the ceilings kind of bubbling up and looks like like my neighbor's gonna fall on us in the tub um there was a leak that they took forever to fix with my toilet. Um, and because of that, the counter itself, um, the side panels are all rotted out. The wood is kind of all rotted out from the water um, that got into it and, and stayed inside of it. So we literally don't have anything down in that area um, of the bathroom. And, uh, it's just, yeah, our apartments, like we've, we've had our, we've, every summer my AC breaks every damn summer. Um, something happens to the AC. Um, it's just, it's really frustrating. And then now with the water thing, the good thing is that these, these new people are coming in and they're, they're, they're very proactive about fixing things. Um, they fixed the coils in my AC this year. So hopefully I won't have any more problems. Um, I was having a little bit of issues with it when once they fixed it, um, but 
they were very quick to respond when I told them that there were issues. They know that I have kiddos, and uh, they even gave me an AC unit to use temporarily while they were working on my AC. So um, no complaints there. I am trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. I am just frustrated with this whole water situation because it seems like, you know, that's the one thing that hasn't changed. Uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday um, are just three days of of no water has been really frustrating. Um, Granted, the two days that they worked on it, the first two days they worked on it, they said that that was going to be the end-all, be-all, that they finally were getting it under control. And then uh, I get a text this morning saying that a contractor hit one of the pipes. So they had to sh- do an emergency shutoff. So I think it just, uh, I don't think it was a, it was a planned event. Um, so it just kind of, it, it just, it, it's frustrating because if you've lived here for a while, we've been here for almost, I think, three, four years. So um, just knowing that it, it's like, again happening it, it's, it's a little frustrating but i'm giving them a benefit of the doubt i'm hoping it was just a contractor who just happened to hit a pipe and there you go by the way i want to say excuse me i'm drinking soda i typically drink water when i do these shows i'm drinking soda today because i said why not i'm gonna be fancy <laughs> um but um i brought that up because there's 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 a, something that I was watching a video the other day, and this guy brought up a, a really good um, topic that I don't think a lot of people talk about. Um, at least, I think more of us should be talking about it because a lot of us are aware of it, but we don't talk about it. We don't discuss it. And that's the issue that I have with apartments and trying to buy a, buy a home. Now, I've never actually bought a home. I've never been a homeowner. I plan on buying a home, um, hopefully in the near future. Um, so I can't go into details about that, but what I can talk about is how crazy it's been to get into an apartment. Now, this is only my second apartment that I've actually ever had my name on the lease. Um, me and my wife were living with my mom in her home for a while. And then once we had, um, my first daughter, we moved out and, we actually had my mom move in with us. She lost her home, so she moved in with us, and then we were in that apartment for a while. And then when we moved into this complex, uh, my mom stayed close. She lives in the complex that we live in. She just lives in a couple buildings over. Um, but I keep my mom close, and uh, I'm going to continue keeping my mom close because um, I'm pretty much all she has, so I keep her close. But with that said, no one ever really talks about how difficult it's gotten um, trying to get into an apartment anymore. Nowadays, rent is crazy expensive. I'm I'm now when when I moved into this place, I was paying under a thousand dollars a month for a one bedroom. I am now over a thousand dollars for a one bedroom. For a one bedroom. Mind you, when I had a three-bedroom, I was paying like 1300 a month. That was for a three-bedroom. And that apartment was, was a pretty nice size. Now I'm getting very close to that for a one-bedroom. Oddly enough, I found out that I was actually paying over market value with the old 
owners. So, with that being said, the problem that is is hard for it is, again, it's a one-bedroom. Who typically lives in one-bedrooms? Single people, right? There's this shift that happened with apartments where now a lot of these apartments require that you make three times the rent. Three times the rent. So basic easy math, if your rent's a thousand dollars, you have to make what? Three grand a month? And that's on the low end. I've seen one bedroom apartments as high as eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred dollars. Who's making three times that living by themselves? And, and, and you could say, oh, well, you know, there's people that do that. Like, get a better job. Okay, cool. But what about the younger kids, people who are just now moving out, out of their, their parents' homes? People who are, who, are, who are trying to build a life, who aren't quite there. That's the whole point of apartments. When you have a good, stable job, that's when you buy a home. You start a family. Apartments shouldn't be as much as a mortgage. An apartment shouldn't be more than a mortgage. I went to go look at some apartments down the street from where I live. And I was blown away that people even paid that price. We're talking going into the $2,000 a month for an apartment. And some of you guys listening, I know people listen from all over the world. Some of you guys listening, I understand that the cost of living is different in other areas. I live in Texas where the cost of living has always been low. It's rapidly going up. And yes, I understand we're in a recession and there's inflation and all that stuff. But we also have had a lot of people migrate here from other states. And so the cost of living has gone up. And a lot of the people that are coming here are coming from states that had a higher cost of living. So they don't mind paying those inflated prices. Because it's normal to them. It's not normal to us. To the locals. But it annoys me how easily they get away with that type of stuff. Again... Three times the rent. That's what we had to prove when we moved in here. And at the time, me and the wife both were working, so it wasn't hard. But for my mom, it was a little difficult. My mom's retired. My mom lives off Social Security. Her Social Security pays her rent. And now with everything being the way it is, she had to go back to work. And she works a little bit. She only works like two days out of the week, but she works literally to to pay for the other essential bills that she has. And when she applied to get an apartment here, she had to reach out to family and friends to try to get a co-signer because of that three times amount. Even though she had money, she has no debt. Her social security is literally covering her rent. It wasn't enough. That's insane. 
that's insane that companies can can profit off of something that's a necessity and if you think it's a luxury to live somewhere and have a roof over your head you need to reevaluate the way you look at the world it's a necessity we're a developed country everybody should be able to afford to live in a well sheltered area I mean, that gets into the argument of how I feel about water. I don't think we should be selling water. Water is a, 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 it's a basic human right. You should, be, you should have water. Water should be free. And I know some of you guys aren't going to agree with me on that, but that's just how I feel. You shouldn't have to have roommates... So you can get a place. Three times what you make is ridiculous. Considering prices of things are going up and the pay is not. And mind you, I've always been on that side of if you don't like what you're getting paid, then find a better job. I've always felt that way. Like I don't I don't think people at McDonald's should be getting paid twenty, twenty, twenty five dollars an hour. To push buttons and again, those are starter jobs. But where I stay consistent is also how I feel about apartments. Apartments aren't, apartments shouldn't be forever homes. They shouldn't be as much as a mortgage on a house. They shouldn't be more than a mortgage on a house. They should be temporary living situations. But they're getting so goddamn high that you know what's becoming more commonplace are these um, long stay hotels, these places that you're paying three, four hundred dollars a week to live in, and people are forced to live in those because they don't make three times what the rent is asking for. They can afford the apartment, but they don't make three times. They don't meet the qualifications. To be in the apartment. So they can't even get qualified. So they have to resort to paying even more money. By going to these hotels. Long stay places. That are, are charging three, four hundred dollars a week. Not a month. A week. Paying up to sixteen hundred dollars a month. To stay in a hotel. And then what happens if that's too expensive. What if what if your budget only allows you to stay in a one bedroom apartment that is maybe eleven hundred dollars, twelve hundred dollars max? Now you're having to shell out six hundred, sixteen hundred dollars a month. What's your next option? Living in your car? And then what happens if if if, if police officers show up because of where you're parked and they tell you you can't park here? Now you don't have an address. Take my wife, for example. She works from home. You guys can probably hear in the background right now. She's working right now. Because she works from home, 
She needs a steady Wi-Fi. We wouldn't living in in one of those long stay hotels is not an option, let alone living in our car. And if we had to resort to living in the car, we don't have we don't have an actual residence now. So my wife loses her job. Where is she going to go work? There's a lot of things that are are against us. It it doesn't make sense, man. It doesn't. I want to see if I can find. I know I had posted something uh, a while back, um, I think on my personal page, that kind of touches on on, on that and and um, kind of goes into that. But it just it blows my mind how these are things that have just become normal. We just accept it. And even then, I'm, I'm lucky in the apartment that we have. Because the last apartment that I have, it was the first apartment that I ever, had ever got. And I used to, uh, at the time, I was working six days a week. Uh, my only day off was Sunday. And I was, I was working from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every single day. So I was working 12-hour shifts. Now, when we decided to move out of the apartment... Unbeknownst to me, you know, I didn't know that you had to go in in a certain time frame to let the the apartments know that you were going to be moving out or that you were going to renew renew your lease. Um, I, di- I didn't know that stuff. Again, it's just dumb ignorance, you know, uh, of, of not uh, of being a first time apartment renter, right? Let alone did I know that. Because me, my mom, and my wife were all on the lease, all three of us had to go, with not just one of us. Now, understand that, and I'm not making an excuse here, but when I'm working Monday through Saturday from 7 to 7, my working hours are literally during office hours. The only day I had off was Sunday. Majority of the time, the office wasn't even open. So, when I finally did make it to the office, um, and I think I had had taken vacation or something, because I remember I went during the week. I went to the office to sign to to or to let them know that um you know I'm I needed to sign some paperwork or whatever saying that we are. Uh, we're going to be moving out. I was a day behind. I was a day, one day late of the cutoff. And so when I went there to sign, they told me that because I was one day past, that I would need to pay that month coming up. I needed to pay the the, lead, the, the rent for that. And that was a no-go for me. And I told them in the office, I was like, you can't look the other way. I mean, it's it's literally one day. I was one day off. And I told them, you know, and again, they don't want to hear it. It sounds like a sob story. But I'm like, look, I, I work, I bust my ass. I work six days a week from 7 to 7. You guys are typically closed by the time I get off of work. And y'all aren't even open by the time I'm, when I'm leaving to go to work. I'm one day late. And they didn't want to let it go. So they told me I either pay or it, they'll just send it to collections. 
<clears throat> now, mind you, I had already spent money on the apartments that um, the ones we're currently living in now. I spent money to move into here. So I was already like, I think, 2800 in the hole. And I basically told him, like, I, I'm not going to pay it. I don't have the money to pay it. And their answer was just like, okay, we'll just send it to collections. So because of that, I'm in a position where I couldn't even move to another apartment if I wanted to. Let alone, let alone things have changed to the to the to the to the extent of, you know, I'm doing a lot of this stuff from home now, and I don't have a regular nine to five job, and I don't make enough money doing this. My my wife's the breadwinner right now. I don't make enough money doing all these things that I'm doing, building these things like I'm trying to build them. To be able to go to an apartment and and be able to prove that we make three times the rent. So yeah, I've been contemplating going back to work. I enjoy doing this and I enjoy all the all the other things that I've been doing, but it might be to where I have to I might have to go back to work just to be able to make ends meet, just to be able to survive. Because it's 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 ridiculous right now, and with the way the rent's going up, with food, all that stuff, everything's going up. And even then, I tell the wife, I'm like, I I, I need to find something close to the house. So if I have to, I can walk to work. Because gas is getting so crazy. Why in the fuck would I want to drive? And, and and the money I'm going to work for goes right back into the tank just f- to get me back and forth to work. That doesn't make sense to me. It's weird times we're living in, man. It really is. And I I, I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just kind of overwhelmed by it all really. And and I'm trying to stay stay strong. I'm trying to stay you know optimistic of the situation. You know, and and and, I, and I don't know. I just wish people like stuff like this. I wish people would talk about and have discussions about. I think stuff like this is is really what would help bring bring us together, regardless of our political beliefs, regardless of of our ideologies on certain things. Because at the end of the day, we all go to work. We all have families. We all want security we all want to be able to lay our head downs at night feeling safe and secure 
So I found this 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 um, post. I finally found it, and I'm gonna read it to you guys. Um, and again, it just kind of goes with what I've been talking about in this episode. So it says, excuse me, I'm sorry, I did not mean to burp on the mic. Something to think about. What if you were a single parent with a child? You work full time for $14 an hour. You bring roughly, you bring home roughly $800 per paycheck biweekly. Your bills, $1,000 for rent, $150 for electrical, $250 for car payment, and $150 for car insurance. So let's do the math. You bring home about $1,600 a month, and your bills average about $1,500, or $1,550, give or take. You're making it, but barely. This doesn't include groceries, internet, cable, cell phone, etc., nor does it include t- child tax credit or child support. Now, it's a really cold December and you get a power bill for 600 bucks. How do you pay that? To put it simply, you don't because you can't. So your power gets shut off. But you know what your lease says? It says if you get evic- it says you will get evicted if your utilities are terminated. So now you're in court crying to a judge who doesn't care and you have 10 days to get out. Well, you're in luck because you found somewhere with three days to spare, and it's only $650 a month. But to get in, you must pass a background check and a credit check, which you can't because you just got evicted. You've never been a criminal, but even if you could pass it, you're looking at $1,300 to move in after paying the deposit and first month's rent. Time's up. Landlord shows up at 7 a.m. with the police and changes your locks. So now you're living in your car with a seven-year-old son and everything you need to get by. You try to get a storage unit, but you don't have a billing address, so they won't sell one to you. So you could only take what would fit in your back seat. You pay to shower at a local truck stop and eat whatever you can. You eat whatever can be cooked at a gas station microwave. Someone sees you and your son living like this, and they call CPS. Guess what happens next? They remove your child from your care, as if this isn't devastating enough, you lose your job too, because an employee losing their child reflects poorly on the company. So now you apply for an apartment with the region where the waiting list is three to seven years. Then you go into a Walmart and you put in an application. When you get back to your car, you see that your back window has been smashed and someone helped themselves to your belongings. Remember that is that it's December and it's really cold. Now you have damage to your only shelter. You call your car insurance who says your deductible is a thousand dollars and they're going to increase your monthly rate since now you're considered high risk. You call the homeless shelter as a last resort and all their beds are full. I'll stop here because I think you get the point. The people we work with every day are these people. We are these people. We are so close to homelessness and don't even realize it. All it takes is one unexpected bill, one fender bender, one layoff, one house fire, etc. Instead of talking trash about people who are poor, homeless, or need assistance, why don't you try being grateful that you're not in their shoes yet? 
This is about staying humble and being kind. And you may listen to that and said, oh man, that's, that doesn't happen. That's a little extreme, don't you think? It's a little on the extreme side. And I literally had one of my friends comment, and I, never, I didn't know she was in this situation. And, and, and I'm not going to say her name, but I'll read what she posted. She says, I'm basically in this situation. It's not easy with a baby and being single. You can't put a newborn baby into daycare until they are at least three months old. So you're living off the state, but TAF, TAF I think it's called TANAF, T-A-N-F, only gives you $460 a month. So it's not enough for rent. Daycare is $900 a month unless you can get a voucher for it. But usually there are no spots available for infants that take the voucher. Section 8 waiting list is a couple of years, and then you have to find an apartment that allows Section 8. So just everything is set up against you if you fall on hard times or choose bad men, I guess. I keep trying to get up and keep running into obstacle after obstacle. I'm getting my CDL soon and hoping a neighbor will help me with my child care until I can pay my bills or take her on the road if I decide to do open road and it pays more. So again, this is more on the extreme end of what I was originally talking about. But it happens. But like I said, what's becoming more common and common in a, a more common place is the fact that just single people, people who are having to move back in with their parents, young individuals, it's hard to be independent right now, financially independent. Gone are the days of moving into an apartment, a one-bedroom apartment by yourself. Now it's you, you need roommates. It's, it's crazy, man. We live in a system designed to make it hard for you to succeed. And I don't want to sound like that type of person because I've always kind of had that mindset of like, if you want something, go for it. Um, but I have noticed that it's weird how those hotel places are becoming a more common spot. How rent is getting crazy expensive. Try finding an apartment under $1,000 anymore. It's crazy. It's crazy. What's even more upsetting is that you see our government doing stupid shit like sending... 40 billion dollars on top of 12 billion that we've already sent to the Ukraine. Taxpayer money. 40 billion on top of 12 that they've already received. That money could have went to the people here. And we're having to pay the cost of that. That's why I get so upset when they talk about inflation and that you know, we have to pay inflation and I, I see people blaming the child tax credits and all that stuff and it's like, okay, you know, I'm not I'm not the brightest man in the world, but something tells me sending what, fifty two billion dollars overseas 
and all the other billions of dollars that we've sent in those in those packages that were signed all that money that should have went to the american people that went overseas something tells me the inflation is also because of that when people talk about the stimulus packages they don't talk about that money we got a measly 600 bucks Where'd the rest of that money go? We as a country need to stop fighting each other. We need to stop being so divided. And we need to understand that we're all in the same fucking boat. It's not about left or right. It's not about rich or poor. It's not about black or white. This is about good and evil. And the majority of us are good people. The majority the majority of us are honest working Americans that just want to be left alone to raise our families and live the best life that we can create. I don't know when we had this weird shift of people starting to rely on the government. I don't know when we had this weird shift of putting our safety and our livelihoods into the government's hands and being okay with it. Because I remember growing up and it was damn the man. When When did my generation allow that shift to happen? Because it's the same fuckers I grew up with that seem brainwashed. And I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. And now I did an episode covering you, Valdi. And now with more information coming out about it, The one takeaway that I got from that is that they just confirmed that we cannot rely on the government nor the cops. The police officer stood outside for an hour arresting parents for wanting to do what they wouldn't. Those officers were fucking cowards. And I'm 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 so saddened and pissed off that they were Texas cops from my home state. I have a lot of Texas pride. And it pisses me off that those assholes were too cowardly to go into that school. Too cowardly to disobey a order of standing down and said fuck that. There's a maniac in there slaughtering children. Not one of them had the balls to go in there. And I don't want to hear you going, oh, you're just talking big because you're you're comfortable in your own home. You wouldn't. No. I know what I'm capable of. I've run towards danger. 
I've seen people die in front of me. I think I even shared a story in a a past episode about watching a young lady flip her car in front of me. And that was the day that I found out who I was and what I was about. I didn't hesitate to run over there. Little did I know she hit a gas line and we could have all been blown up. So yeah, when I say that I would have ran into that school, I mean I would have ran into that school. I would have been hopped up on adrenaline. And nothing would have stopped me from wanting to protect my children. And all the other innocent babies that had no chance to fight. And I'm, I'm pissed off that they want to take it and politicize it. And make it about guns. Guns are not the fucking issue. And if you think they are, do some fucking research. Because I'm telling you right now, that Uvalde situation, as sad as it is, it should be a wake-up call for every American. You cannot put your faith in the government. You cannot put your faith in police. The only person responsible for your life is you. So ask yourself... Why are the very people who do nothing to protect you are also the very same people that want to take your right to defend yourself away? And don't tell me, oh, they're not coming after your guns. They have said it very clear. Mr. Beto, and yes, I say Beto, he's not a Beto, he's a Beto. Fake-ass Mexican has flip-flopped on the gun debate. He has proven that he's going to say and do whatever he needs to to get in power. Fuck that guy. He needs to get the fuck out of my state. And again, it has nothing to do with right or left. I don't give a fuck if he's a Democrat or a Republican. It's his views and his policies that I do not agree with. I would vote left if I agreed with the policies. I'm not tribalistic in that in, in that sense. It's like, I got to vote all red. No. What are your policies? Do I agree with them? I don't agree with that motherfucker. And then people say, oh, they just want to take the AR rifle. The, the, and then, of course, you can always tell somebody if they don't know shit about guns because they think uh, the AR stands for assault rifle. It doesn't. It's Armalite. Educate yourself. And what's an assault weapon? No such thing. There's trigger words that the left loves to use. And when they use those words, you know they don't know shit about fucking guns. When they use terms like assault rifle. When they use terms like machine gun. Or fully semi-automatic. What the fuck is fully semi-automatic? 
People will just regurgitate what these dumbass politicians say. I've literally heard people say, we don't need semi-automatic weapons. Okay, so what? Do you, you're cool with us having fully automatic then? Because there's only two to choose from. Unless you think we should just have bolt actions. Which is not what they mean. Because they think semi-automatic is what machine guns do. And if you don't believe me when you hear somebody say that shit, ask them, what sound does it make? And if they go, that's full auto, dum-dum. It's already illegal. Sure, you can buy a fully automatic weapon. But you got a lot of hoops you got to jump through. And most most everyday law-abiding American citizens aren't don't have the time to go through the, the, the hoops that it, it, it takes to get one. The tax stamps and all that shit. They don't want to deal with it. Semi-automatic means one round per trigger pull. So every time you pull that trigger, it goes bang. Full auto means you hold the trigger down, and as long as that trigger is held down, rounds will continue to spit out until you need to reload. But if you want to know somebody doesn't understand guns, just simply ask them what they think AR and AR-15 stands for. And if they say anything other than Armalite, don't waste your time. I just find it funny that the same people who were yelling to fund the police two years ago are the same people who are now coming after your right to defend yourself. Because you may not have think that the defund the police thing was a big deal. I point you back to Uvalde. When you defund the, the police departments, that's what you get. Think about it. We always say not every cop is bad, and I believe that. I believe that there are a lot of great cops out there, and I, I, back, I back the boys in blue because they do a job that most of you fuckers won't do. You just like to sit back and judge. But think about the kind of scrutiny and the magnifying glass that have been on police officers in the past few years. Think about how many cops quit during all this BLM bullshit. They just don't want to deal with it. Because now they have to they have to really think about what they are going to do in certain situations. Certain situations that take fraction of a second. You need to you need to be quick about it. And it could cost them their life. And if they don't make the right call, they're either going to end up dead or they're going to end up jobless and canceled. So think about how many officers, good officers, that said, fuck that, and they turned in their badge. Now I want you to think about when COVID hit. I want you to think about when the, when the shots became mandatory. I want you to think about how many cops said I'm not going to I'm not going to choose my job 
I'm not going to take a shot to, to, to make sure that I still have my job. I'd much rather have my freedom of choice. Now think about how many more good cops we lost during that. How many good firefighters we lost during that. And now here we are in 2022. Or 2022, however the fuck you want to say it. Now think about those mass exodus exodus of those cops. What are we left with? We're left with a bunch of yes-men. A bunch of cowardice yes-men. That's what we get. We get weak men who are just doing their jobs. They're just following orders. And strong arm parents who have every right to be upset. If you're that much of a pussy that you can't go into a school 19 thick or 9, was it 9 or 19? I don't remember. But y'all had plenty of fucking men. Y'all can't go inside the school because you're following orders. Then take that fucking gun, hand it to the parents who were willing to go in there. And I understand you don't want a bunch of parents running around and causing chaos inside of a school could cause more casualties. I get that. But if you're too much of a pussy to go in there yourself, then hand your gun over to somebody who will. Someone who's willing to do it. Because I guarantee you there would have been plenty of fathers and mothers who would have been happy to take your gun and said, I got this. You stand out here in your little cowboy hat and look 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 important. Hey, Uvaldi, stop spending your money on Teslas for your police officers and start finding men with backbones. Find men who are actually willing to do the job that they fucking signed up for. If you were on the fence about getting a firearm, get one. Get the proper training and knowledge. Take a class. Go to the range. Pop off some rounds. Get comfortable with it. Add it to your everyday toolkit. Because that's what it is. It's not big, bad, and scary. It's a tool. You need to view it as such. We need to take our country back. We the people. We need to stop being so dismissive and divisive with each other. We need to come together as brothers and sisters. Regardless of what your ideology is. Regardless of what your religious beliefs are. Stop putting your faith in people that don't give a fuck about you. Stop relying on others. We 
We have gotten soft as a people. We have gotten soft as a country. And we have allowed media to dictate our opinions, our beliefs. We've followed trends, bouncing from one trend to the other, slowly losing ourselves, losing our grip with reality. We've built this bubble around us, gotten comfortable. Rejected our primal instincts. When is enough enough? What needs to happen for you to wake up? We've already talked about how hard it is to get a place to live. To get shelter. We're going to learn very soon it's going to be hard. And how hard it actually is. To stay fed. These gas prices are going to affect our grocery stores. And a lot of you have become very spoiled. And it's going to, I think that's going to be a tipping point for a lot of y'all. When you walk into your store and realize you can't get that box of cereal that you love. You can't go to Starbucks all willy-nilly one morning to order your fucking milkshake coffee. That's what Starbucks is. A milkshake flavored coffees, basically. But you can't go in there and just get it. Because they don't have the supplies to fucking make it. What are you going to do? Talk to the manager? There's nothing he can do. If they don't have it, they don't have it. The people who were laughing at me... And others like me about preparing. You have a rude awakening coming. And I hope to God it doesn't happen. I hope I hope that you never have to experience that. I'm okay with you believing that I'm a crazy person. For being trying to be proactive about it. For saving up food. Saving up water. Saving up ammo. Saving medical supplies. I hope I never have to dig into that stuff. But what if we are right? What if? You can call it paranoia, sure. But what if we are right? Like I said, I hope I'm not. But sadly... If you're paying attention to what's going on, it's happening. The question is, how far is it going to go? I hope it doesn't get to a point where there's literally nothing in stores. Because chaos will ensue. And all of you anti-gunners are going to understand what we meant when we said the second amendment shall not be infringed 
We may be crazy gun note rednecks in your eyes. But those very same people that you laughed and mocked are going to be the people you're going to try to befriend or try to steal from. Because you yourself didn't prepare. You're going to be caught with your pants down. No food, no water, and no weapons to defend yourself. What now? What do you do now? You can't turn to the government because you may not believe it. I may be an Alex Jones to you wearing my tinfoil hat, but I truly believe that this is all planned. How in the hell does a country so powerful fall so quickly in just two years? Sure, you could try to rationalize it with the pandemic and all this other stuff. But this is a perfect storm. You're going to seriously doubt that this wasn't planned? When you can read, there's plenty of books that you can read that follow this exact same structure, same formula. It's been in front of our face, under our nose this entire time. They have been telling us that this was going to happen. If you don't believe it, I also highly suggest watching clips from the World Health Organization's uh, conference that happened not too long ago. They say some very dark and scary shit if you're paying attention. Take your bias out of it and listen and take in every word that comes out of their mouths and understand that the mentality is and has always been that we as citizens will own nothing and will be happy. That's what they want. Learn from countries like Venezuela. Learn from countries like Australia. They had a mandatory buyback. Look what happened to their citizens during COVID when the lockdowns were going on in Australia. Canada just passed a bill to ban handguns. So when you sit there and say, they're not coming for your guns. It's just the AR-15. No one needs an AR-15. It's all guns. It's eventually going to be all guns. It starts with the AR-15. They can't just take everything. No one would accept that. But if you chip away at it, that's what they're doing. And you see it in other countries, and yet you want to still be dumb about it and be ignorant towards it. I'll give you even more of an extreme. New Zealand. New Zealand banned assault rifles, quote-unquote. That's what they called them, assault rifles, machine guns. They came out and did a statement and said, we banned all machine guns. They thought that was going to fix the problem. Then some loony 
in a store, I believe it was a grocery store, goes down an aisle, grabs a knife off the shelf. Didn't even bring his own knife. He just grabbed it off the goddamn shelf of a store and got a little stabby stabby. And the joke was, watch, now they're going to ban knives. And it became a fucking reality. They banned knives in New Zealand. Where does it end? When does it stop? When do you stop saying, okay, I'm tired of letting the government decide how they're going to try to keep me safe. And I'm going to put the power back into my own individual self. And I'm going to be responsible for my life. They want to take everything away from you. And the sad part is that you are letting it happen. I don't think I'm going to get through to anybody. I'm just shouting into a void. Because the people that I that agree with me and agree with what I'm saying, you already know all these talking points. There's a quote by Nikita Khrushchev, Jeff, I can't say her last name, in 1959. Your children's children will live under communism. You Americans are so gullible. No, you won't accept communism outright, but we'll keep feeding you small doses of socialism until you will finally wake up and find that you already have communism. We won't have to fight you. We'll weaken your economy until you fall like overripe fruit into our hands. It's time to wake up, folks. It's time to realize that the structure of our society is not for our benefit. It's time to understand that we are all in the same boat. Regardless of how rich you are, how poor you are, what color your skin is. The elite club is the elite club for a reason. And it's a club that the majority of us are not welcome in. We're not invited. And to be honest, I don't want to be a part of it anyway. If you're still listening to this, then congratulations, you're not completely lost. There's still hope for you. And I I hope that you take my words and venture onto your own researching path. I hope that you spend some time to reflect and have your own revelations. 
The simple fact that you were fooled and conned doesn't make you an idiot. What makes you an idiot is when you blatantly refuse to look at the truth and make the conscious decision, and you make the conscious decision to believe the lies. But I'm curious as to how you view any of what we've talked about today. Again, you can reach out to me at cognitive discourse podcast at gmail.com. That's cognitive discourse podcast at gmail.com. Write to me. Tell me your views. Call me a fucking idiot. Call me an Alex Jones clone. Whatever but supply some type of evidence as to why you think the way you do. I would be interested in reading it. Is there any other topics that you want me to cover or you have an opinion that you want to share? Reach out to me. As always, thank you to the people who continuously come and listen to me. I I am I am very happy to see my numbers going up i i really do appreciate every single one of you thank you for joining me and listening to my rants and my my uh me just kind of i guess slowly slipping into madness (laughs) i have all the links down in the description of where you can find me on all the other things that i do from basic ass dudes to the brutal block to my t-shirt brands if you want to support the show that's the best way to do it buy a cognitive cognitive discourse t-shirt go and buy a rogue zed t-shirt or if you're a patriot go buy among the brazen merch my favorite shirt on that one is i have a shirt that says the second amendment protects the first I have other shirts that say an armed society is a polite society. Go check those out. If you want to start your own podcast or have a little at-home studio and don't know quite how to start, then check out my links down for Zounds.com. Zounds.com is an online store where you can get all your musical and studio needs, even your podcast needs. Click the links down in the description. I'll have the main website so you can start looking and seeing what you need. If you don't know exactly what you need, I also do have links to some of the gear, most of the gear that I use for this show. So click those links and it'll take you right to the exact same things that I use to produce this show. They are an affiliate So if you buy from my links, they will kick me something. And again, that money goes right back into the show. As always, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for constantly coming and listening to what I'm babbling about. Thank you for taking the time to go and check out any other other stuff that I do. Also, don't forget to check out 
the other podcasts that I promo on this sh- on this show. I have, those, those are those are buddies of mine. We have a Discord. If you if you have a podcast and you're listening to my podcast, you want to be part of that Discord. Send me an email and let me know, and we'll add you to the Discord. We got a nice little podcast community growing, and we help each other, we promote each other, and we have each other's backs, even when we don't agree. A lot of them don't agree with my views, and that's okay. We support each other anyway, because again, we're about coming together. We're about building community. But as always, enjoy your Friday. Have a safe weekend. And until next time.